Hello, Brenna. Hello, Maureen. Um, so I have a story to start out with, but did you want to start with your news first? Uh, sure, sure. Start. Bad news first. Um, my dog passed away last week, and it's been very, very hard for me, so... I might not be on social media as much. Um, yeah, it's it was really unexpected, but it was really quick and pain-free, and that's all we can ask. You know, he was a little old man. Yeah. But we're not going to hear any more Miles' opinions on cats. Yeah, unfortunately, we won't have any more of him in the background. You guys might have heard a little bit of tidbits in the last episode. He, uh... He was a great dog. I've known him for years, and I'm really grateful to have known him for so long. And he just was a chatterbox and just, like, the most (laughs) senile, not senile, neurotic old man I've ever met. And he brought so much joy and laughter to everybody that knew him. So, and it's everyone, Any, I'm sure everyone who listens knows that a dog is so much more than just a pet. Um, Miles was part of Maureen's family. He was my soulmate. Yeah. So... Um, just hope you guys, uh, you know, we, we were considering, uh, possibly delaying this episode. Um, we're still kind of undecided, but, you know, this might be a shorter episode. We'll this might be just not as, you know, up to our caliber, but we appreciate your guys' understanding and, you know, uh, send love. Maybe we'll do a little feature out of him on the Twitter just so you guys can see this little man. Yeah, he was a very good boy. Yeah, he's he he's he's in Star Clan defending all of the cats because yes, <laughs> he he is such a cats. good boy. He got to go up. Yeah, he's he's just like please love me, and these cats are like, what is this? <laughs> he's like, he's I am like, please your size. <laughs> love me, first dog of Star Clan. <laughs> yeah, but I have my little warrior with me, Amira. She's you know she's been here for me. Yeah. And, so. and and she's been keeping a lookout uh, and watching Miles' spirit, apparently. Yeah. She's every been night. Looking out the window for him in the place that he used to sleep outside. Yeah. But she's enjoying, I've been giving her a lot more treats because the vet said I need to fatten her up. Miles used to get really jealous. So now I can just throw her all sorts of treats whenever I get a cup of coffee. So she's <laughs> fat and happy. Speaking of cats, so I had a, uh, an interesting morning this morning. Yes, um, tell me, please. So I had to get up uh, early to feed the dogs since my parents are gone this weekend. Uh, so I was planning on getting up at 6 anyway. And I wake up yeah. at 6.30 to the sound of my cat throwing up. And oh, love that. Uh, yeah, it's always, like, really exciting. And I was like, and I, like, woke up, I was like, oh, baby. And, like, you know, I'm, like, all, like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I turn on the light. And I, instead of like, you know, my cat having a fortunate moment, I wake up to a murder scene because. Oh dear. Miss, Miss Jinx decided to decapitate a mouse that she caught. I don't know how she got it because she was locked in my room. So it must've been in my room. I accidentally fell asleep at the door uh, shut. So she was like just trapped in there. So she, (laughs) I must feed myself if you won't let me out. She she's she ate the mouse's head, and then I woke up to her throwing up twice because like she can't eat their heads, like she can't just eat them. So I was like, this is a little graphic, but like I was literally like almost like was as I was like cleaning up mouse brain from my carpet. So because slightly, I've been there. 
Yeah, and, and it wasn't even, I was grateful it did not look digested at all. It, I mean, it wasn't great that it wasn't digested, but it was good for her that it wasn't digested because God only knows uh, what parasites and et cetera can be in them. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, oh, wow. What a way, what a way to wake up on a Sunday morning. Thank you, cats. Thank you. Yeah, like, thank you for protecting me from that mouse. <sighs> yeah, I know uh, Amira is going to uh, catch a bunch of lizards eventually <laughs> in L.A. Oh, yeah. None of them will be safe. None of them. Oh, she's going to be a very happy girl. <laughs> well, well, I'm Heart. And I'm Tangletongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs> So we had a vision of kind of what life was like in the new Sky Clan camp, and we uh, kind of looked around, saw some interesting stuff around the camp, some yeah. interesting scratch we think we marks. Found it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they definitely found it. Like everything yeah. that they found, like the nursery points, the, yeah, the warriors den. They found like everything that, and I honestly think this is probably like. When it comes to like, f- like fortresses and like strength, this is probably one of like the most uh, secure camps. Like I'm like, hey man, I know you guys love the forest, but like, why don't you like consider it? No one says you can't have two camps. Just you wait. Oh god. So, I suppose if they're gonna re, I don't. I guess I I don't know what the plan is. If they're going to be reestablishing Sky Clan or bringing Sky Clan to their camp, uh? they were told to reform it. Remember, Blue oh. Star was pretty explicit with the "there's no room for them here." All right, so they're well. I I mean, hey, step Fire one. Star doesn't really know yet. He's still kind of figuring that out. But step one, they found camp. That's pretty good. And and Sandstorm's there. Um. And we're, we're th- unfortunately, the road trip part has ended, but now we're back to the mystery. The mystery. The sound of rustling and faint voices woke Firestar. And he's like, well, must be time to get up and make sure the Dawn Patrols have left. <laughs> but then he opens his eyes, and he's not in his den. He's in a cave. Right, right. It's always alarming when that happens. Sandstorm raised her head. I thought I heard something. Firestar says he did too and sprang to his paws. Oh man, if she starts getting visions, this is about to get crazy. He could hear movement and smell cats at the clifftop. He peers out of the cave just in time to see a dark tabby tail whisk out of sight into the bushes. (gasps) Oh man, this was so much easier than I thought it would be. They just showed up. (laughs) Is he there? A cat meowed nervously. I think so answered another. <laughs> Firestar is about to call out when a pebble flew down the cliff and skimmed <laughs> past his nose into the gorge. <laughs> Tactics! Rock fighting! Sounds of scrabbling came from above and half-stifled laughter. The voice called out, Did you find what you were looking for in the sky, stupid furball? Are we the being second bullied? Vo- the second voice adds, I'm not surprised you don't have any friends, dog breath. Bet you can't catch us. 
another stone came bouncing down the cliff, barely missing Firestar. Uh, I don't think they're talking to Firestar. He hears the sound of two cats scrambling through the bushes with loud, triumphant meows. Furious, Firestar okay. launches himself upwards. He's like, hey, you kids, I'm an old man now. <laughs> By the time he clawed his way over the cliff, they were too far away to be worth chasing. But he spots them, a dark tabby in a tortoise shell, racing towards the distant two-leg place. What? Mouse dung, he exclaims. Big swears again. Um, wait, so they were they were talking to Firestar? I mean, they were yelling down the cliff. Oh no, there is an old man or old person who visits there. Because they were obviously assuming it was... Oh, okay, so they thought it's like the crazy old person who's like, Back in my day, there was a whole clan. And they're like, uh, you're stupid and okay that makes sense because i was like nothing that they were saying made any sense for firestar or sandstorm because it's like what or maybe it's not an old i don't know but i don't know let's keep going sandstorm asks what that was all about and she joins <laughs> like why are you cliff. being bullied by children that aren't your nephew or our medicine cat or like every child ever that's ever met you you know if we have Our's kids <laughs> they're gonna bully you Firestar says he doesn't know, but if any clanmate had spoke to him like that, they'd spend the next moon searching the elders for ticks. Mm, that's so unpleasant. Sandstorm rubs her muzzle against his. Wow. They don't know that you're Firestar, you're leader of bullied. Thunder Clan. She consoles him. <laughs> they don't know you're the big bad leader. I used to talk to you like that. <laughs> for all they know, they might be rogues trying to muscle in on their territory. I'm not sure, Firestar says. Yeah, nothing they thought said only made any one sense. cat was there. So they hadn't seen them arrive, and their insults meant something. They thought they knew exactly who they were talking to. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have reading comprehension of a of a of a of a, you know, middle school level and higher. Mm-hmm. Would you say this well, is this I know we've said in the past that the first series is kind of a children's series. Is this still in that? I suppose it came out after the third series. I mean, I don't think it really has changed too much. It, it was just kind of reclassified for cat violence. Okay. I'm, yeah, for real. It, they weren't holding back. Which I told my, my uh, one of our family friends who's a librarian who works in the children, who used to work in the children's section at the library. When she was there, I'm like, you know, they, they turned this to young adult, not children. Uh -huh. So they still had it in the children's section. And she looks at me, she's like, is there sex? And I'm like, no, there's just cat violence. And she's, and she's like, like oh. oh, then parents don't care. Well, <laughs> it's like, like priorities. Well, I feel like P like on PG movies, it's always like cartoon violence is like. Yeah. And I would say like in American culture, at least in Western American culture, it's definitely like sex is definitely much more. Yeah, the more than, to do thing. than violence. Yeah, uh, which is. But don't worry, warrior cats never even hints at sex ever. Just lots of babies. Well, there must be another cat around here. Sandstorm says, you know, whoever left the bones in the cave. Firestar sniffs around the bushes and picks up many different cat scents. And Firestar points out that most of the scents are kitty pets, including the fresh ones from their visitors. He'd like to talk to them. They might know if cats used to live in the caves. 
Yeah, it's good. They might. Sandstorm gave a, dis- gave a disgusted sniff. But will they be willing to tell us? They hunt in the bushes before going back down to the bottom of the gorge. There are more caves on the opposite side of the river, lower than the ones they had already explored. And they go check them out, but find no evidence of cats having ever been there. Mm-mm. They head back towards the river again when they hear a loud yowl. Four two-legs stood outlined against the sky. I don't want to watch teens abuse wildcats. Oh, don't worry. Well, Sandstorm pulls him behind a boulder and they hid. And it didn't seem like they were looking for them. The two legs are all teen boys, basically. Or young boys. Mm-hmm. And they climbed down the gorge, shed their pelts, and jumped into the water. Oh, hey! So I... your clothes question. Your clothing question. Oh, God, they think that they're their pelts? Ooh, Creepy. They wait until they leave, and Sandstorm wonders if that happens a lot. <gasps> Sky Clan wouldn't have been happy living so close to two legs. Oh, I thought she was talking about the, the skin shedding. Oh, I mean, nobody really likes that, but yeah, they don't really think too much on it. Could probably well, be the true. Best. Firestar agreed, but at least they make enough noise that a cat would always know that they're coming. Yeah, maybe two legs come down here, but you'll hear them first so everybody can hide. Right. I mean, I imagine since it's such a, like, kind of a, not a, a cavernous area. Yeah. Well, Firestar makes it back to the river and out into the sunlight. And he remarks that he hasn't seen any fish here. And Sandstorm says she hadn't since below the waterfall. The prey here is mice, voles, and birds. Maybe a few rabbits. And most of it is on top of the cliffs, Firestar mused. Strong it legs. Can't... Well, yeah, she, he's saying it can't have been an easy life. Sandstorm, maybe, she's like, maybe that's why they're not here now. And Firestar wonders if she's right. They've been able to feed themselves without trouble, but would there be enough for a whole clan? I mean, I imagine their clan was kind of... And it's very possible things have changed in the past, yeah. like, I don't know, a couple decades. Um, yeah. But also their clan was kind of small. Yeah. They climb back to the warrior's cave. Sandstorm halts. There's another trail here, she announces. And there's a stony path that leads slantwise up the rock. And Firestar can just make out faint paw prints in the dust. At least one cat had been that way recently. They follow the path further up the gorge until it ended at a steep cleft in the cliff face. Beyond was a flat rock that jutted out over the gorge. Sandstorm looks puzzled. It's a dead end. Why did they come this way when there's nothing here? Mm. Firestar studied the ledge, the rock and the sheer walls of the rift. A cat who lost their footing here would go plummeting right down to the floor of the gorge. I'm not sure, he replies. Maybe... He jumps to the flat rock. Oh, jeez, okay. Parkour! Firestar! Sandstorm yowled. Have you lost your mind? Eh. Nah. You should see that coming, girl. Right, girl. Come over here, he called the Sandstorm. It's wonderful. Sandstorm joins him and asks if he wants to get both of their necks broken. Just look, Firestar says. A cat on watch here could see danger coming from anywhere. Sandstorm scanned the gorge. Her annoyed look vanished, and the fur on her shoulders lay flat again. You're right, she admitted. 
With a sudden change of mood, she lay on her side and dabbed one paw playfully towards Firestar. It's great up here, she says. Why don't we rest for a bit? Firestar settles beside her and they drowsily share tongues. And his mind wanders. There would be a gathering soon and all the other clans would discover that he left. What would they do then? Apparently not anything. No. They don't care at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're very, very important, Firestar. His paws itch to carry him home, but he reminds himself that Sky Clan still needs him. If he can find them. As the sun set, they hunted, then returned to the warrior's cave. Where are all the cats we scented? Firestar wonders aloud. They hadn't seen a single one since those rude kitty pets. <laughs> those absolute uh, uh, kitty pets back so in my mean. day were nice. Kind of. Sandstorm limped inside the cave and licked her paw. She says she's not surprised they don't come here. It's not a very good place for cats. Sure, there's water and shelter, but prey is hard to come by, and her paws are rubbed sore from climbing up and down rocks all day. She can't even find Doc to rub them on. And her claws are nearly wrenched out from hauling herself into caves. She adds the Sky Clan must have had paws made of stone if they lived here. Well, they had legs of steel. Well, Firestar is about to agree when he remembers the dream of Sky Clan beside the river and how, you know, they're strong, strong legs. Yeah. <laughs> that skill would have been useful here to leap from boulders and into caves without scraping their pads and claws on rough stone. Curious, he goes to the cave entrance and checks the edge of the rocks outside. There were fresh scratch marks from him and Sandstorm, but hardly any old markings that might have been from Sky Clan. It wouldn't suit us here, he told Sandstorm. But it suited Sky Clan. They knew how to jump. They already had the skills they needed. This was their home. But where are they now? Hmm. Where could they be? Yeah. The next morning, they go to the cliff to hunt. Mist hung thick in the air. Firestar couldn't even find a mouse. But he spots a sparrow and stalks it. Just as he's about to leap, there was a commotion in the bushes. Another cat leapt out. Paws extended towards the sparrow. Okay. Hey. Maybe. The bird takes off, and the cat sprung up with a tremendous leap, but only managed to snag a few feathers. Stiff-legged with fury, Firestar got nose-to-nose -nose with the tom. That was my prey, he hissed. Whoa, okay. We're, we're, uh, he, uh, uh, you won't even, like, you don't, Okay. Rubbish, the rogue said. Ugh. It was mine. Rubbish. R rubbish. Rubbish. Ugh, I, am, I forgot to wear Britain. We're in a fantasy Britain. That's not a good accent. That's how Britain sounds. Brit British. Fantasy British. Fan fantasy. <laughs> Firestar snorts. I would have caught it if he hadn't come chasing through the bushes. Has no cat ever taught him to hunt? The rogue's neck fur bristled and he snarls. Firestar braces himself to spring, but the rogue flattened his ears, took a couple paces back, and with one last snarl, whipped around and slunk off into the bushes. Oh. Oh, great, Sandstorm said. We're supposed to be talking to the local cats, not scaring them off. Yeah, good job. Good job, bud. Good job, like, just deciding I'm going to be a jerk instead of, you know... I, 
Oh, wow. Way to lose your focus when your macho-ness is threatened, Firestar. I thought you were better than this. He's just hungry. He's a hungry boy. Angry. Well, Firestar grows hot with embarrassment and apologizes. As he should. But it should have been obvious that Sparrow was his. Maybe they didn't see you. Well, he's not used to sharing territory with cats who've never heard about the warrior code. Standstorm tells him that he'll have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. He can't expect these cats to live by their rules. Mm-hmm. She says that they probably don't even know about Star Clan. And her words chilled him. And she was right. They couldn't expect their warrior ancestors to have followed them so far. How could he carry out this mission without them to guide him? But, like, wasn't the first, like, quarter of this book all about him, like, losing kind of faith and, like, Meh, screw you, Star Clan, I hate you. <laughs> you know, it, he's always had a very complex uh, and often yeah. forgetful uh, relationship with them, let's admit. Yep, yep. Oh, well, he wasn't even sure if Sky Clan ancestors walked these skies, and he glances up, wondering if Ghost Star is watching him. But nothing broke the white blanket of fog. Hmm. They catch a couple of mice and head back towards the cave. There's rustling ahead of them, and Firestar picks up the familiar kitty pet scent. Oh, hey! There's the dark tabby Tom in a smaller tortoise shell. And he's certain that they're the kitty pets that taunted him the day before. Yeah, bullies. Bullies. He wants to confront them, but doesn't see any benefit. So he lets them go back towards Two Leg Place. Well, no. No, it, it, there would be benefit. You could go and ask, hey, who, uh, uh, who, who were you, who you hangs out in the cave usually? I don't know why I need well, to know all this. Well, yeah, well, Sandstorm asks what's the matter, and he tells her that they're the cats who threw stones yesterday, and he does want to talk to them, but he needs to know what to say first, so he doesn't really know what yeah, questions that's, that's to Yeah, that's fair. I, I didn't know what to say either. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I want to, but I'm not I'm, yet. I'm nervous. It's like, you weren't nervous about yelling at that other person. That's because his tumbly was rumbly. Sure, sure. <laughs> So he heads for the cave, hoping to settle down and think, but a foul smell met them at the entrance. Sandstorm pushes past Firestar to check it out. Did they? When he joins her, they, she's standing. Did they make dirt in their house? No. Okay. No. She's standing over the body of a mouse. Oh. Ugh. It's been dead for days. White maggots wriggled through. Wait, how'd they miss that? The stink filled the whole cave. Oh, wait. It must be those kitty pets, yeah. Firestar snarled. Leaving crow food in a cave where cats are living must be their idea of a joke. Sandstorm growls. If she catches them, she'll show them it's no joke. <laughs> okay. They dab at the mouse with their paws and manage to push it down <laughs> the cliff. Gross. Icky. Little kitty. Little cat taps. Tap, 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 tap that tap, mouse tap. right off the cliff. Wish my kitty would have done me that favor. <laughs> yes, just tapped the mouse out. I mean, she wouldn't have anywhere to go. She couldn't have gotten it out of my room, but she didn't have to eat its head. She didn't. She didn't have to. She did. She didn't have to. At one time, I found a mirror just running a, away with a mouse skull, just a perfect little mouse skull. Oh my and I was God. like, No! I was like, Drop it! And she did. So Sandstorm scrapes sand over the damp, stinking patch where it had been, and she complains that it'll take forever to get rid of the smell. 
and it's all over her paws. She'll have to wash them in the river. Firestar goes to the cave entrance to gulp in clean air. He hadn't expected this sort of welcome. The cats here were so rude. (laughs) I mean, when you first came to the to the non-kitty pet life, um, you uh, got beat up by a child. You were also a child, but, like, yeah. I, I'm saying the the warriors don't all, they also do not give the warmest of welcomes. Well, he complained that back in the forest, rogues weren't like this. They'd keep to themselves and stay away from clan territories. Sandstorm reminds him that there aren't any clans here. It's like she's dealing with, like, an old curmudgeon man. <laughs> he keeps man. forgiving. Dear, dear. Back in the and she's like back in the forest. Most cats know the warrior code, and if they don't want to live by it, they stay away from the clans. Yeah. And Firestar wonders if he'll be able to awaken the memory of the warrior code in this place. I don't know. I'll have to start somewhere. He mutters to half to himself. Sandstorm, tomorrow we're gonna go talk to those kitty pets. <laughs> and she's like, I am also right here. Don't forget. <laughs> They're near Two Lake Place. Firestar has a plan, and he hides up in a tree while Sandstorm hunts. He wasn't sure if the kitty pets would come, but the plan they had worked out seemed to be the only chance of talking to the cats who lived near the abandoned camp. There's a rustling in the bushes, and Firestar catches a glimpse of a tortoiseshell pelt. Sandstorm scented them, picked up her mouse, and vanished through the bushes by the gorge. Hey, he's here, the tabby kitty pet said. And he tells his companion that he saw the bushes shaking where he went down to his cave. The Firestar wonders how they can't tell it's a different cat. Don't they know how to smell things? Probably not. They're idiots. They slip past the tree Firestar is in. The kitty pets vanished and raised their voices as if shouting down to the cave. Hey, dog breath, did you like the present we left for you? God, these kids are awful. I bet it was the best mouse you've eaten this moon. We saved it just for you. Why would you treat, like, a lone even... person this way? Like, ugh. Did you now? Firestar muttered and decided it was time to go. Oh, and here comes this buff, like, scarred, like, absolutely savage looking, like, mountain man out of the bushes. Like, these are literally like uh, like a, a teen and a and his like little brat brother that have been harassing the old crazy guy who lives in the cave, and then they're like, hey, hey, we did such a cool prank, and then there's like actually like a giant man coming out and being like, you've been harassing me, and he's just <laughs> all right. Firestar, you get you get one coolness point. You've never earned one before, but here's your one. He leaped from the tree and followed the kitty pets through the bushes to the edge of the cliff. He halts when they come into view and positions himself beside a thick growth of bramble, thinking they wouldn't want to push through it to get away from him. Mm. You, you Crazy would... old furball, the tortoiseshell called. Mangy old. Who are you talking to? Firestar interrupted loudly. <laughs> Both kitty pets spun around, jaws gaping in amazement. He must look so Firestar- scary, because, like, just imagine how he looks. Well, Firestar looked them over and raised a paw to lick, uh, lick reflectively, then allowed his claws to slide out. 
and the kitty pet's eyes widened. Oh my god, Firestar. The tabby tells them that they weren't talking to any cat. Just, just God. <laughs> so These are Catholic cats a, for some reason. <laughs> so they sit on the edge of a cliff, calling out to no cat, Firestar asks. You must be really weird to do that. <laughs> Weirdos. He's, they're like, stop. We're not weird, the tortoiseshell says. And Firestar tells, says to tell him who they think is down there. The tabby says they don't know. And he takes a step forward. We don't know anything. They haven't done anything and to let them go. <laughs> the tortoiseshell steps up next to her companion, but neither were brave enough to push past Firestar. I'd l- I think he also underestimated, like, the power of fear, because, I mean, I would run through brambles to get away from a scary... <laughs> Like a uh, uh, like person I do not know who's just covered in scars and like buff. Would and... you run past him through a bramble? Solid, because it's that or the cliff. Yeah, they get an attack of opportunity, so <laughs> there's no escape here. Sandstorm came up the cliff and into view. All right, you harassing kids again? <laughs> You're not the tortoiseshell starts. Not who. Firestar demands. Right? right tell, give me the info. Sandstorm padded forward and sat beside the kitty pets. They shrank away from her. Good cop. Good cop. Bad cop. Firestar, don't sound so fierce. They haven't done any harm. Oh well, my god. No, not wow. much. Sandstorm. <laughs> Way to play up the, like, motherly. Mm. The Tabby Tom insists that they didn't mean to. I'm sure you didn't, Sandstorm soothed. <laughs> she said they should start by telling them their names. I don't think you're... Okay, I need you to take a couple moments to prepare for this. I'm not... Okay, okay. Ooh, hang on, hang on. Let me get ready. What are their names? The tabby introduces himself as Boris. <laughs> The other one's not as fun, I'm sorry, but it's his sister, Cherry. Oh! Cherry! Boris and Cherry. What, what did Boris do? What did Boris do? <laughs> he, like, well, here's our kitty, Cherry. And it's like, oh, 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 how cute, so awesome. And then, and here's Boris. Boris. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Nervously. Boris asks what they're going to do with them. Beat you up, eat you. Sandstorm promises they won't hurt them. Eat and shoots you. a hard look at Firestar, who sheaths his claws. She says they're looking for some cats who might have lived here long ago. Boris looks puzzled and asks which cats. A clan of cats, Firestar explains. They used to live in the caves. They would have had a leader, taught their young the warrior code, defend their borders. Oh, wow. He's just going... Oh, them, Cherry meowed. They've heard stories about them. Wait, what? According according to some of the cats around here, there used to be a lot of fierce cats who lived in those caves. Bro! They even used to eat kitty pets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, don't go to the forest. (laughs) All those cats are gone now. All except crazy old Mooney. Mo- <gasps> Mooney? 
Sandstorm asks who Mooney is. And Firestar asks if he's the cat they thought was down in the cave. You guys are harassing elders? Because that's uh, (laughs) not cool no matter what. Even if you don't follow our laws, that's not cool. The kitty pets exchange a glance, looking embarrassed again. Good. Cherry mutters that he's just a mad old cat. He doesn't live here, but he comes every full moon and sits on that rock that sticks over the gorge. And he just spends ages staring up at the moon. That's why they call him Mooney. Wait, isn't the full moon the time that they usually do the gathering? Boris adds that he sleeps one night in that cave before he goes away again. Cherry gives a disdainful sniff. Every cat around here knows he's mad. If you try to talk to him, he just tells you weird stories about cats and the stars. Firestar's fur stands on end. This is their first clue that a trace of the clan had survived. That any cat knew what it meant to be a warrior. But like, I'm I'm still mad about these teen, these kids harassing a person. Like, that's so rude. Especially a person who, like, obviously has been traumatized. Yeah, no, they're the worst. Yeah. Boris, you deserve that name. Cherry, you deserve a worse name. I'm going to call you Pit now. (laughs) Oh my god, I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Cats in the stars, he asks sharply. Are they sure? Of course, Cherry says. I've listened to him often. Boris says that if he does have anything to do with those cats, they couldn't have been very fierce. Mooney never fights back whenever... Cherry prods him with a paw and Oh my god! Clean. You guys are beating Firestar. him up? Firestar would like to cuff the pair of them, but Sandstorm shakes her head. They would get more info if they didn't scare them. Are they are they communicating this with their eyes? Yes. Um also did she did, did Pitt just call him Mouse Brain? Boris she called him Boris a mouse brain. So swears are universal their language is universal so. this is fascinating it's like it's like common in uh D. it's like they can all they all speak the same language which kind of makes sense for cats but since they all make yeah. the same noises but it's fascinating that they all have like their names are different what they call things are different but insults pss, that's universal it's kind of like i suppose swear words are kind of like that yeah well firestar asks gently if moody did anything wrong He hasn't hurt them or stolen their food, has he? The kitty pets shake their heads, not meeting his gaze. Firestar says, then they should leave him alone. Yeah! For real! Uh, No, it's it's ridiculous. Before I get too upset about this injustice, um, and also if you hear light rattling, it's my lizard deciding to move a rock around in his cage for some reason. Um, Hey, feng shui. Yeah, I... I might take that out if he's going to continue to move it around like that. Um, it's kind of creepy hearing like a tap, tap, tap on glass. Um, I have a cat fact. Please. So. I think I like uh, manifested something last week when I mentioned um, TikTok on here. Because this uh, cat fact was literally handed to me. 
this showed up on because if you're not on TikTok, basically you have a for you page and like it's it has an algorithm where like if it assumes you're interested in something, it'll show you stuff related to what you're interested in. And, and it's always listening, so it hears you making a Warrior Cats podcast, and they're like, here you go. Probably. Whatever. <laughs> I know I'm being spied on, but um, this uh, cat fact, this cat fact is uh, thanks to the Aquarium of Pacific in Long, Be- Long Beach, uh, California. Um, they're uh, on TikTok at Aquarium Pacific. I'll be sure to link their account and the video uh, in the description, and also uh Put it on our Twitter, uh, the actual video itself. Um, but this, like, this whole information vi- or informational video showed up about a cat. Uh, and so you might be asking, okay, an aquarium, a cat. Follow me here. I'm following. <laughs> In 1995, the aquarium was being built, and on the plot of land of construction, there uh, was a cat that uh, was a feral cat. It was an orange tabby. And the construction crew, no matter what they did, this cat would not leave. It's like, this is my land. This is where I like live. the cat came back. Yeah, like the cat would not go. Um, so they basically had to build around him. And uh, they, they eventually got him to be friendly. And he was kept at first in the, like, tr- the office trailers at the construction site. And it eventually moved into the aquarium offices. Uh, so he became the first animal of the aquarium was a cat. <laughs> yeah, his name was Topaz. Um, so he spent all of his time in the offices. Um, he lived there for 18 years. He greeted the workers and he went around, got his pets. Um, and they like, he was part of their life. Um, they installed the cat door in one of the office doors because he wanted to go in. You can still see scratch marks on some of the um, cubicles. Um, and like looking for more information on this, I found out that the uh, office worker's website uh, was named after him. It's like called Topaz's Letter or something like that. Um, so like the way that they pass information on their uh, people or they used to, I don't know if it's still maintained um and so he lived for 18 years so he passed away in 2013 and they still have a photo of him where in his favorite spot in the office and um they also have a memorial stone right outside the staff entrance so he is still very much a part of their history there um and i i am going to uh, definitely share the video and uh, have a link of it to it because I recommend watching this video if you want some like late 90s early 2000s footage of Topaz um this is now my fa- oh, new favorite bless. aesthetic of like cat photos and videos from that time like it's amazing it was it was captured by a charter volunteer named Hugh so they have like these photos and videos due to them uh thankfully recording him went back way back when so so beautiful yeah it's a fantastic story that just landed in my lap and i was so excited because it's literally like we've covered all these different cats and now i get a cat office worker at an aquarium of all places we've been trying to convince our work to get a cat because we have a lot of mice Mm. and we're like let's get a cat (laughs) we'll look at the local things and me and the editor are just like, yes, let's get a cat. And they're like, they'd never sign off on it. <laughs> yeah, I, it doesn't seem, it seems that they did not, can. I'm, I'm sure uh, 
there's different like things and laws in California. It's like not a food or like a uh, different establishment, but I, I imagine they just uh, haven't adopted a different office cat for different reasons. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, you know, it's like there's like obviously it's like oh people can be allergic so that would right for people who are allergic to have a cat in the office and yeah i get that but also we have a lot of mice so we don't handle food so cat so cat so cat so let's talk about what these cats know <laughs> about boris and pit yeah and what do they know about well now i don't want to call him i don't want to call him mooney because that's his disrespected name so I'm gonna call him Moonshine until we know. Moonshine. Okay. Yeah, until we I'm know his moonshine. real name. He's Moonshine. Okay. Which could be the a exchange? warrior name. That could be. There was originally, there was originally like a rule that was like you can't use Moon. Oh really? But. Well, we we've never acknowledged yes, but any then, of the rules. No, no, but then they went and they named uh, Blue Star's mom Moonflower. So, yeah, the rules really don't matter. Yeah. It's all yeah. made up. Anyway. Exactly. And then we get an Amber Moon, too. So it's like, <laughs> the rules don't matter. So they exchange a guilty glance. And Firestar asks if there's anything more they can tell them about Moonshine. Where does he live when he isn't here? Cherry shrugs. She doesn't know. She has her cat shrug, whatever cat shrugs are. <laughs> Boris says that he must come from farther up the gorge. They'd have noticed if he'd came up the river. And that's all you can tell us? Sandstorm asks, leaning forward and fixing both cats with a penetrating gaze. Oh, jeez. That's really all, Boris says, and asks if they can go now. I think they can, don't you, Firestar? Sandstorm asks. She's like, Firestar pauses. He's like, no. <laughs> they can't go. Well, Firestar pauses long enough for the two young cats to understand that they weren't getting off too lightly. <laughs> so he lets them sweat a little. <laughs> oh, God. I suppose so, Firestar says at last. But no more tormenting defenseless cats, okay? Yeah, for real. We won't, Boris promised. Will we? Yes, poking his sister. No, not anymore. Cherry flattened her ears. We just didn't think. Next time, try not to be so mouse-brained. Firestar says. Off you go. <laughs> the young cats leave, and as Cherry dashed past the tree where Firestar had hidden, she gave a tremendous leap, batting at the lowest branch. Firestar and Sandstorm watched them go. Sandstorm says they're not too bad for kitty pets. Cherry's got spirit, at least. And Firestar suspects that the young tortoiseshell reminded her of her apprentice Sorrel Paw no. back at home. Firestar says they have spirit, but it's a pity they can't be apprenticed in a proper clan. You know, maybe they'd have some gosh diddly darn manners. Yeah, too bad they can't be indoctrinated. But also, yeah, they should have manners. <laughs> yeah, they like ugh, did he say did he actually anybody? say gosh diddly darn because no that was just ugh. what were you saying i'm sorry well they can't sandstorm says not unless they find sky clan by the sound of it they left a long time ago except for moonshine did you say something else though earlier no i don't think so you uh, we were talking about manners 
oh, I was just saying, like, anybody could have taught them. Oh, like, anyone. right. Anyone. Like, someone, please. <laughs> Show these kids ways. The fire star feels excitement prickling through his pelt. A cat who gazes at the full moon and talks about cats and the stars? He's a clan cat, Sandstorm. He must be. For real, though. He can't be anything else besides crazy. And she's like, what did you just tell those kids? Well, Sandstorm nodded. Then that's our next job. We've got to find him. Dun, dun, dun. Next mission unlocked. It's literally like a quest chain we're unlocking. Yeah. It is kind of, isn't it? Talk to the kitty pets to find out. Who lives in the in the caves? Yeah, and and some optional side quests of yelling at strangers. Yeah, he's probably gonna have to apologize, eventually. Eventually, I'm sure. They're trying to make friends here, right? And indoctrinate them into their cult. Yeah, and fire stars didn't start that, but Rumbly and his tumbly. When his tummy growls, his face also growls. <laughs> This is very mean. I think that's where we'll stop for today. All right. So oh, my notes might carry me a little bit farther, but we're good. That's all right. Well, it's 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 a good episode. It's an episode. <laughs> it's an episode. Sure is. It's an episode. It's getting more interesting. Yeah. So things are moving along here. Story is uh, going. Uh, yeah. Well, as always, guys, uh, you can keep in touch with us on Twitter at WCWITCast, uh, or also you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. Uh, please no spoilers on either of those platforms, as uh, both Maureen and I are on them, uh, but I'm on the emails, and I have access to the Twitter. Um, and I'm kind of stepping away from Twitter for a little bit, so... Yeah, so... Especially no spoilers. <laughs> So please, um, you know, if we're a little bit inactive uh, for the next couple weeks, we'll we'll hopefully continue to uh, post episodes. But um, you know, and if if um, there is for some reason a hiatus, we will announce it on the podcast uh, timeline so everyone knows. Um, but, you know, we just hope you guys understand uh, the conditions and the reasons. And but we'll we we love doing this. So as as long as we have the gumption, mm-hmm. we'll continue to try to. <laughs> supply it um yeah thank you so much for listening because i'm ember heart and i'm tangle tongue and this has been warrior cats what is that